Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. You get text directly to your phone from the four hosts of Five on the Floor. Bypass Twitter, just $3.05 per month. It's actually free for the first week, or $30 for the year is the best deal. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our guy, Danny, he's waiting on Dame just like you are. Check him out at All Pro Construction Builders. Go to allproconstructionbuilders.com. Hurricane season has already begun. It's hard to know it with it being like 100 degrees outside. But yes, it's begun. The name storms are coming. Make sure that you get your house or place of business fortified. He can do the storm windows, the storm doors for you. These are all locally made, American-made products, and it's a family business, state certified, and all that good stuff. Go to All Pro Construction Builders on Instagram or allproconstructionbuilders.com or reach out to Danny directly at 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. And now, today's episode. Down to this day. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. we got Brady Hawk. You can follow me at Brady Hawk 305. Yes, we are still waiting on Dame. Um, not really a whole lot new to report there, I guess, the, the Maxi versus Hero debate took over for about 24 hours. And then as happens on Twitter, everybody's going to forget about that and move on to the next thing. We're in a holding pattern here uh, while Joe Cronin decides what to do. The Miami Heat don't seem inclined to offer a whole lot more right now. This is kind of a dead period. I mean, there's really nothing going on here in the NBA until training camps open at the towards the end of September and so there might be a lot of no news days. So we're going to focus on the team as it is or as it may look after Dame. Brady and I are going to go through the front court today because the Heat have made changes there. This idea that they haven't done anything while they're waiting for Dame. Bam Adebayo, of course, is still there. and He will be the starting center, not power forward. So everybody get that out of your head. He's going to be the starting five. That's the way that this team likes to play. 
I have a neighbor um, of mine here, Brady, in Fort Lauderdale, who loves Omer Yurtsevin. Just loves him. Like I, I mean, every time I stop, I st- I step out of my door. He was asking why Spo doesn't play Yurt more. He can't play Yurt anymore because Yurt is now in Utah. So we will get into that. So Yurt is gone. Cody Zeller is in Charlotte. I know a lot of Heat fans are happy about that, but actually, you were pretty happy with the way Cody was playing at the beginning. Kind of soured. Towards the end, Dwayne Dedman, I don't know where he is, but he was in training camp to start last season and he was on a nice new juicy contract that turned out to be a, a huge mistake. Uh, Orlando Robinson is here and he has a standard contract and he's coming off being a summer league first teamer uh, with the way that he performed, averaging huge numbers in the summer league and was very consistent uh, throughout, particularly towards the end of it in Vegas. Nikola Jovic is still here. We don't know for how long, but obviously the Miami Heat are going to try to keep him if they trade uh, for Dame. But he's a piece that you would think at 20 years old that Portland would want their their first-round pick from last year. And don't forget Kevin Love, who was not in training camp last year, but will be in training camp this year, providing some of the things that Udonis Haslam provided for this team, but likely playing more. And, of course, UD is not here. Uh, Did I miss anybody? No, I think that's pretty much it. And if you want to throw Haywood Highsmith in the mix, because he'll probably be playing some five <laughs> throughout the season. <laughs> well, Jimmy will probably be playing some five, too. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Haywood Highsmith is an option there at the four. Um, so, let's just look at, at, at what – okay, we don't know who the starter is going to be right now. Um, so, let, let's just start with that, because I feel like that will, will kick off kind of how the unit looks as a group. Um, with what they have right now, let's say that there is no Dame, okay, by training camp. Is Kevin Love the starting four? I think so. I do. I think it's just hard to put him off the bench and play him as backup four when the bigs that we're going to be talking about are not elite defensively. It's just like we know that the reason why Spo goes small is not because he doesn't want rebounding. It's because he wants to be more versatile. He wants more defenders. He wants to be more have more flexibility on offense and defense. Kevin Love starting has shown that they could be able to do that. If you have him off the bench, you are religiously having to stay in zone, as I've been saying. Like, you have to stay in a 2-3 zone the entire time you're in that kind of lineup. So, yeah, I think Kevin Love starts, uh, as we've talked about, I think Kayla Martin probably closes a lot at the four in a lot of these situations. If, like, Dame or not, if you have a Jay Rich, Jimmy, Caleb, Bam, two through five, I think that's probably where they'll land most nights. Um so, yeah, I think Kevin Love's official, uh, kind of a starts, and then now it's about – this is why it's interesting because we talked about before, uh, we remember a couple of years ago when the guard room was so extremely crowded. It was just a bunch mm-hmm. of guards, and they were trying to figure out who was going to play. Now it's like – it's not like you have these elite depth of bigs. It's not like you have like a – you don't know who to play, but you have solid guys that you don't know who's going to be in this mix when you have about three or four of these, these guys that can plug in. Yeah, and I didn't even mention Caleb Morton at the beginning, and he could be the starting four because he was the starting four last season. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so Dame or no Dame, uh, Kevin Love's going to have a role with this team. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I, I guess when we look at uh, – okay, let, let, let's look at who's in and who's out, okay, in terms of what they were looking for here. So, again, Kevin Love is in veteran presence, kind of replaces Udonis Haslam in that role – but is going to play more than Udonis did. Okay, so that's so. Let's set him aside. Can we agree, though? No disrespect, and I don't want him coming to my place. Uh, it's an upgrade. Which one you're talking from about? From a playing perspective, 
having having, so. having an active Kevin Love in training camp as opposed to having an active Udonis Haslam just from a just from a playing standpoint. Yes. How much Spo's going to use it? Definitely from a playing standpoint. I mean, I think he showed, especially. I know he didn't have like the greatest regular season start when he came to this roster, and then in the playoffs we saw the ways that he could utilize. He found his his three ball a little bit. He found his scoring ability. Uh, and we talked about, you know, joke around about the perfect big next to Bam and trying to find things that that counteract him. But Kevin Love did a good job of, of simply, like, staying out of Bam's way. Like, sometimes you need a four that's just going to stay out of a guy of that caliber's way. Uh, and his spacing mattered. I thought he played well with Jimmy. And I thought the, the, the chemistry he had with Bam was pretty good. And the fact that you could have a guy that, uh, in terms of, like, moving Bam to the four – if you can just move to Bam to the four on defense in certain spots where he can guard a certain four and you have Kevin Love that can just move around on a on a immobile big, it makes sense. So I, I think in terms of definitely in playing-wise, it's definitely an upgrade just for the reason of the fact that it, he does fit well with Bam. All right, so let's go to the veteran center presence. Dwayne Dedman was in camp last year, was kind of replaced by Cody Zeller, and then is replaced by a younger model, but with some experience in Thomas Bryant upgrade. For sure. For sure. And I think one of the biggest things is, is I say this a lot was like, in terms of their, those veteran big men that they pick up to kind of back up BAM, you may have a good month in them. You may have a good two or three months in them, but you're not going to have past that. Like the, when you pick up a guy off, off the street or off their couches, what they've done with some of these guys, they always look really good off the bat. Like they come out and they look springy. They look like they, they could run the floor a little bit. They have like these decent moments throughout their stretch. And then as things grow out a little bit, it's like, oh, wait, they're starting to clamp down a little bit. It's not looking as good. So in terms of Thomas Bryant, you're picking up a much younger option. Like this is a total different direction that they're going here. Uh, and I like the move. I like the idea of a guy that could probably give you more over a longer period of time that you can actually potentially develop if you want. Like, it's not like a Thomas Bryant type is done developing. They could still develop certain parts of his game if they want to. I mean, in terms of defensively, I'm not going to say that's a big upgrade from one to the other. I think they still have to do similar things that they did probably, uh, you know, with any of these guys that they played. You have to blitz out because you can't have him sit and drop. You have to play in zone a ton when he's out there on the floor. But the big thing is that there's way more offensive juice to his game than we've seen, obviously, with Deadman or Cody Zeller. It's not going to be you have to go screen, dive, repeat. You just have to keep doing that over and over and over. Thomas Bryant could have a game where he puts up some numbers. Like, he could have a game where he possibly starts running some picket pops or pick, uh, popping out to that three, and he starts knocking some down. Uh, and he has some different things he can go to in the mid post and down low. So. I'm just interested to see what Miami gets out of him because I think there's still stuff to kind of wrinkle out from him offensively. But like, I think that the big question, the reason why he's still in the market when he was, uh, and it's the reason why Denver kind of leaned away from it at certain points in the, in, in the playoffs is the defense can be problematic. So that'll be interesting to see how Spo reacts then kind of plays him throughout this run. All right, we're going to get into the rest of the front court here in a second. I do want to mention a couple of sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Prize picks, use the code 5FIVE, get that initial deposit matched up to $100. David Eversol and I have been going through the NFL futures right now. We've done running backs and quarterbacks. You can jump on those. They have NBA futures on there too. Points per game for Jimmy Butler and others. I didn't check to see if Dame is on there, but I guess I should. Use the code 5FIVE, get that initial deposit matched up to $100. There are no rollovers. Also, check out our friends over at Water Cleanup. Of Florida, that's WCUFL.com, based in Boca Raton, but they can service the entire area. Michael Robert and his team, 
They got a ton of experience up there. They got a ton of uh, five-star Google reviews. They will not do the job unless they think they can do the job. They're not going to hustle you or anything like that. You got to be careful with that with contractors. Reach out to Water Cleanup of Florida, mold, leak, mold, water leaks, any of that kind of stuff. They've also got a preventative program that you can get into. Go to WCUFL.com. That's WCUFL.com. Or reach out to Michael at 954-579-0356. That's 954-579-0356. If you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yurt. Uh, some will say that Spo didn't have the guts to play Yurt. That's what that's Heat Facebook believes. Um, I don't want to disparage him because we were talking him up uh, coming into camp last year. He was going to his opportunity. He actually even started in in uh, one preseason game when it looks like Spo. I don't know. Maybe it was forced at gunpoint, but I mean to start two bigs. But uh, but he did, and then uh, it didn't look very good. And and you know, but then Yurt got hurt, and so he never really got an opportunity uh, to show what he could do. And then when he came back later on, they'd already signed Zeller and Love. Uh, and even when Zeller was struggling, Spoelstra didn't go to him. Now you have Orlando Robinson, who looked great in summer league, also uh, this time around. Why is this different, and is this an upgrade? So I'll start by saying I feel like Yurt was dealt kind of a, a poor hand of cards in terms of the fact that we were having that discussion. He ends up getting injured, and it kind of hurt that discussion in general. Uh, but I think this idea that, like, just because he started that preseason game and if, like, he wasn't in that situation, he would have been the starter to start the season, I definitely disagree with. Like, I do not think they were heading in that direction. 
Uh, even in training camp, like there was people I, I heard that the, it, it, those lineups did not look good in training camp. Like they were having certain issues. Uh, so, yeah, I did not agree with that point of things. But the difference, I feel like, in terms of is it an upgrade, uh, we were actually going through this on playback the other day, kind of comparing the two. I feel like there's, there's certain elements in terms of, number one, Orlando Robinson, in terms of a shooter, is much cleaner in terms of his jumper. Like, you're in a lot of big men in this league. It's like you have to, like, load up on their shot. Like, it takes – you got to do, like, a wind-up to get into that jumper. Orlando has a clean, kind of smooth, quick jumper in a way that if you're translating to NBA speed, that he can get that up frequently. Uh I guess you'd probably give the the nod to Yurt as a rebounder just because of the stuff he was able to do on that run. Defensively, I might lean Orlando like a little bit. I think in terms of uh, what he could do in space compared to what Yurt could do in space, I don't say it's like a massive upgrade, but I think Orlando could do a little bit more defensively. Uh, and then the fact of the matter is that uh, Orlando just showed a lot more, it feels like, in terms of different spots of the floor than Yurt did in Summer League. I feel like that's the major difference. Like Yurt, not to disparage him once again, but like, Yurt did a lot of good stuff. We kind of touch around the rim. He did some stuff with finishing. He had a couple times where he kind of stretched the floor, but Orlando's kind of developing stuff where he's doing stuff mid post jabbing and getting into different shots in the mid range. He's popping out from three. He's finishing with his back to the basket down low, which is his comfort area. Uh, and something I've been talking about that I think is just huge is the fact that he developed this little push shot in the middle of the floor, uh, which is always weird for for younger bigs. They always like have trouble in those in-between areas of the game. He found that little shot. I don't know if it's going to translate over, but we'll have to see. And the last thing I'll say, I think the worry is, will it pay off and will he be able to be more utilized than Yurt was, I guess, in the past? I think that's like out of the big question. But to be fair, Orlando was comparable for like a month or two last regular season. Like he was out there as their backup big, uh, and he held up like he did a decent job. We weren't, you know, when you sit out here and you <laughs> Cody's other comes <laughs> in for a minute and everybody's screaming, nobody was screaming and get Orlando no. Robinson out the game for that month. Like he did his job. So now you're talking about a much better and improved Orlando Robinson. I'd say I'm definitely in a, in a two on two flip. You're going from Cody Zeller and Omer Yurtsevin to Thomas Bryant and Orlando Robinson right now, as it stands, I think that's a definite upgrade. That is a definite upgrade in terms of your big man depth. Uh, and I think it's certain points of the season. I, I think Thomas Bryant, as I said before, is going to be uh, a very good backup big for them in, in, in spurts and stuff that they can go to. But I think there's going to be pockets of this season where Lando Robinson's actually their backup big. And I, I, it's not that I think he's going to go out there and be all summer league first team and drop 25. I just think he can do his job good enough. And he he's they seem to like him because he when they tell him to play a role, he'll play a role. Yeah, and he's been talking himself up too, which uh, actually coming out of these summer leagues is usually a good thing because you get a sense of a, a guy who believes that he can play in the system and that they're giving him confidence. Of course, Yurt didn't lack in confidence either. Uh, very but similar. A very similar, but, but I do think with Orlando Robinson, like you said, we saw him fit in somewhere. With Yurt, it was more so he got his numbers when everybody was out. Um and and I, and that's different, especially for a contending team, because there aren't going to be those opportunities where you're a primary option, like you said. But here's the wild card, though. So, okay, the reason we're not doing a backcourt episode is we don't know what the backcourt's going to look like. Like, I mean, Tyler and Lowry and Robinson could be gone. Dame could be in. I, you know, we don't know who else could be in. I mean, the front court. These guys are going to be here, like Bam, Love, Thomas Bryant, Orlando Robinson. Orlando Robinson can't even be traded for like four months. So, I mean, he's going to be here. But then there's a couple of other guys here. We mentioned Caleb. 
who's kind of a swing guy. So, I mean, he's an option, obviously, to play at the four if they want to go smaller, but they may not need to do that this year because they have better options up front from the beginning. But Jovich and Highsmith are really the swing guys. I mean, Highsmith, I think in the case of Highsmith, you can plug and play him anywhere. It's just that now we know he can do it. Like going into camp last year, you didn't know, and there were other things that he developed. But the real wild card, and we haven't even mentioned Hawkins, who we don't know if he's going to be here or not. And this team is deeper. There's no question. Like right now, even before the Dame trade, I think they're deep. And we, you know, you talk about you have Josh back there now. I mean, without Struess and Vincent, I get it. I understand that. But if you look at the other pieces, we're talking about they've upgraded at three of the big spots. And as of the moment, they have Jovic and Highsmith ready to play bigger roles. And they've added Hawkins, and they haven't lost Caleb. So they're actually, yes, I understand Vincent and Shrews, but this team on the, on the whole, this is why I tend to disagree with Greg that they're worse than last year. I'm not saying they're going to win the East with this group. Okay. I'm not. Okay. But I'm just saying that they need to get Dane, but I'm just saying if they went to camp with this team, the problem is not the roster. The problem is the vibes. I think, okay. The problem is bringing, you know, Duncan and Kyle and particularly Tyler back to camp after they've been floated in trade rumors all summer. But let's get to Jovich because this is the the wild card. Like, let's say they don't make the Dame trade or let's say they make the Dame trade and somehow keep him. Then where does he fit? Is he, because Love's going to be here. Thomas Bryant's going to be here. Orlando Robinson's going to be here. Bam's going to be here. Is there a chance Jovich starts at the four? Is there a chance? I guess. Do I think it happens? No. <laughs> I just I don't <laughs> think that's the way they'll land. In terms of when you were talking about their depth, I'll start by saying it's funny how before we, we were talking about like their backcourt filling in for their front court, where it was like plugging in yeah. guards in their front court. Now you're talking about like plugging their front court into their backcourt. Like yeah, Caleb's more Dame, of a guard now with this he team. He is, especially yeah. if Dame gets here. Like you have yeah. to plug him in different spots. Uh and then if you're running certain lineups and Jovic is playing, he might be everybody talks about point Jovic. You might have to run that just because of the way that this roster is currently constructed in terms of Jovic's role. That's the part that's interesting. Cause if you go through these exercises and everybody, I, you know, of course you want to keep Jovic. Like that is your future asset that you sit there and have, and he's looking good in summer league and he's he continues to develop. But in terms of him plugging right into rotation, it's hard to see where he would fit in because uh, if you're starting, like we said, Kevin Love, where is he going to fit in off the bench? Is he going to play the backup four? Well, when then where's Haywood Highsmith fitting in? Is he playing at a at a three or is he subbing in? It's just very awkward. And you obviously you mentioned you still have Hawkins to mess around with, who I think is extremely NBA ready. Like I think he's a guy that you could plug in immediately and he can make an impact off the bench. So that's the part that's weird about this. Like it's I honestly have no clue how they're going to fit this in. I think part of it is Kevin Love's not going to play. 70 games I don't think he's going to play 60 games like I think he's going to probably Kevin Love's going to have that DNP a lot of nights where that's where Jovic's minutes will come from and they could plug in Haywood Highsmith in these different spots look if Dame is in Miami I think Haywood Highsmith could potentially be the starting four like there's a case yes. to be made at that as well so if you're talking about that maybe off the bench you're talking about Kevin Love or Nikola Jovic like maybe that's a situation where we're having that discussion and they could kind of bounce off each other like that uh, and as much as we talk about Hawkins being a three, maybe not in this situation now because they have more front court depth, but I, I don't see a reason why they wouldn't play him at the four as well. I know nobody wants to hear that, but I know we're going to see some Hawkins at the four if he's still in Miami. So it's going to be crowded. And that's why I say, like, 
there's got to be a point where they sub in some stuff for some guard depth. Like we keep talking about the Boyes and different guys on this on the summer league roster, but like they are now looking very thin in the guard room mm-hmm. and very heavy in the big man room. So it's gonna be and it's funny because it's Eric Spolstra who's yeah always leads on the guards more than the bigs. So now you have to figure out a way to go bigger and plug in these bigs in different spots. So that's the part's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean you've added Josh, but you've really from last training camp you've lost Max, Gabe, and Oladipo. So those were three guys that they were counting on to be part of their guard room uh, coming out of training camp. I mean, Depot got hurt in training camp, but uh, but those were three guys. And really, like I said, you only, only re- replace them with one proven guy, and then you slide Caleb back to there. So that kind of becomes your other guard there. But again, they don't have a movement shooter. We've talked about that other than Duncan. So Duncan takes a more prominent role. But you're right. They, they are... Uh, they're thin there. They're they're and, and you know again in the front court, you know you talk about maybe trading a front court player for guard. Well, nobody's taking Kevin Love in a trade. You're not trading Thomas Bryant now. You can't trade Orlando Robinson for a while. Um, I mean, I guess you could flip Haywood Highsmith for a guard maybe to some team, but uh, but I I think that's unlikely. So I I just yeah they they are they're a little bit unbalanced to write the other direction. Um. Pat's probably happy about this, I would think. Uh, and you're right, Spo is probably trying to figure out ways <laughs> to to still play Jimmy at the five. Uh, so there you go. All right, thanks to Brady. Um, thanks to our sponsors, Prize Picks, All Pro Construction Builders, AllProConstructionBuilders.com, Water Cleanup of Florida, WCUFL.com. These probably won't be out by the time uh, that we start this, but we are doing playback today on a similar topic. We're going to start doing stuff on playback so you can interact with us on some of these topics, make sure that you're signed up there uh, with us. It's free playback.tv backslash five RSN. That's playback.tv backslash five RSN. Subscribe to off the floor, subscribe for free to our YouTube channel. Subscribe of course to five on the floor. We'll have more shows coming up all week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.